The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big. Win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We'll support you by Cause Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to causelight.com slash SGP. That's causelight.com slash SGP. We'll support you by PropTop, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropTop.com or download the PropTop app. But also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableJewel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. nothing says boxing like resilience it's baked into the sweet science this existential unescapable notion that get knocked down is part of the job description and that what separates elite fighters is not their rise but their response to whatever falls away in an anticipated clash of two champions their stories are built on scar tissue. Boxing's pride of Dallas, Errol Spence. For Errol Spence Jr., greatness seemed predestined as the knockouts piled up. Errol Spence Jr., smelling blood now on the attack. It is all Errol Spence Jr. One of the deepest divisions in the sport has a new superstar. Errol Spence is the truth. Threatening car accident interrupted his meteoric rise, forcing a boxer known as the truth to find answers. The car accident might have snapped me back into reality, like got me back on the right track. For your Denny's Hugas, known as 54 Milagros, it took a series of defection attempts to escape Cuba, to find freedom, and beyond that, his way. Contra todo, con trabajo duro, disciplina, con mucha fe, la, todo, las cosas pueden cambiar que uno no se puede imaginar. Y terminé increíble, la vuelta que da la vida. When Spence and Ugas collide on April 16th, the winner will walk away with three of the welterweight belts. Many will highlight their differences style, origin story, and pedigree. But what's important is what they share. What's important is what they fought through and what they came back from. He came over here for American Dream and that's what he's been fighting for. Wow. Tremendo las cosas que pasamos nosotros los cubanos no es fácil. Two lives that have spun in so many directions ultimately wrapped around to the same challenge. What happens after you face death and win?
You are listening to the fight show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can follow me on Twitter at various places. I'm the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast. The Twitter account for the Soccer Gambling Podcast is at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. And also the host of BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. At BetMUFC, and I am the owner of LockBetting.com. That is my premium pay service that has delivered 106 months in a row of transparent track profit. That means I'm just six weeks away from saying I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting for nine years. All I need to do is navigate the next two weeks for month number 107, and then navigate the month of May for month number 108, and then I have nine years of tracked transparent profit in the bag unbeaten every single month for those nine years. If you want to come aboard the journey, head over to lockbetting.com and sign up. Usually, I would not advocate signing up this late in the month. My lockbetting.com site is batched to a Patreon page. That's how I keep myself tracked and transparent because it allows members to comment on every single post. The problem is the billing cycle with that site means that you are billed on the first of every month and you're billed as soon as you sign up. So if you sign up now on the 16th of April, you will be charged for the month of April and you'll be charged again for the month of May on May the 1st. So I would usually say it's not worth signing up to get those 14 days. But this month it is because we have two huge days of boxing, two huge nights of boxing this Saturday and next Saturday. The pound for pound or debatably one of the pound for pound top fighters in the world in Errol Spence is in action tonight. We're going to cover his fight shortly. Next weekend, we have Tyson Fury. Our last boxing card, our last night of boxing went nine and one. So we're on a strong run in boxing. We're doing very well in the tennis, loads of tennis to come this month. We are making money nearly every single night in the NBA. We are having a phenomenal NBA season off the back of a phenomenal NFL season. So strong in the NBA this year. And we are making money nearly every single night in that sport. We're having one of our strongest seasons in soccer. And we have domestic soccer and the return of the Champions League and Europa League before the month is out. So the first legs will be played within the month of April, the first legs for the semi-finals in Europa League and the Champions League as well. So it's still a great month to sign up, still plenty to come. It's like getting an entire month in the next two weeks by signing up now. If you want to do your research on the site, you can go and have a look at all those spreadsheets. The easiest way to do this is to look at the pin tweet at the lockbetting.com Twitter account, which once again is at lockbetting.com. The pin tweet will be the pinned tweet rather will be a spreadsheet for the previous month, the month of March. Have a look through that spreadsheet and at the bottom you can see more spreadsheets. You can see tags at the bottom by clicking on the tag PL. You'll see tags like tennis, NBA, boxing, football, etc. The one that says PL will open the door to all of the other previous PLs. I'm not just saying this so you can see the members' comments that which verify that all the plays are real. This verifies that I cannot add plays that I didn't really put out or take away plays that lost. But you can also see the type of bets that we do. You can see the units that we put out. There's nothing ridiculous there. Nothing five-star, no 20-unit whales or 10-unit maxes or whatever these frauds do. It's all very, very sensible staking and also have a look to see if you can get all of that, if you can get all the soccer props, if you can get all the NBA props, if you can bet boxing the way that we bet boxing, if you can bet tennis the way we bet tennis. Have a look at all of that through the spreadsheets and if it is the service for you, get involved straight away over at lockbetting.com. 
moving on with what we're here to cover, which is tonight's boxing action. I'm going to look at a couple of fights because two major fighters are in action. First of all, we're going to look at Errol Spence, and then we're going to look at the fight featuring Conor Ben tonight. He takes on Chris Van Herden. But first of all, we have Errol Spence taking on Udenis Ugas tonight, where Errol Spence is the 1-6 to favourite. Ugas is 4-1, to and it's 16-1 to on the draw. The main markets see Errol Spence method of victory by KOTKO being at 15 to 8, with Errol Spence to win a decision available here at 3 to 4. Ugas is at 10 to 1 by TKO KO and he's 5 to 1 by a decision. The over-unders in the round betting will look from round 10. 10th rounder over is 2 to 7 and under 10 rounds is at 5 to 2. 11th round over is at 2 to 5 and under 11 rounds is 2 to 1. Fight to go to distance, yes, is at 1 to 2 minus 200 and no is available at 13 to 8. So they very much expect this to go to distance once again. And they very much expect Errol Spence to win the fight, which is confusing to me as to why we're getting 3 to 4 on Errol Spence to win this via a decision. Now, everybody knows that this should have been Manny Pacquiao versus Errol Spence. This could have been Pacquiao's farewell fight. Unfortunately, he lost to Ugas. And maybe unfortunately, but also fortunately, because I think that had he gone into the ring with Errol Spence, he would have got taken to pieces. So Ugas may have done him a favour, although he did cost him a massive payday and cost Errol Spence a massive payday and a marquee win, which Errol Spence needs. Because let's have a look at the facts here. Errol Spence, alongside Terence Crawford, alongside Canelo Alvarez, are the three names in the conversation for the pound-for-pound best fighters in the world. For me, there are no other fighters in that conversation. Yet, one of those guys is fighting tonight in Errol Spence. And I guarantee you, most of the world has no idea that this fight is happening. That should not be the case. The fact that next week's fight between uh, Tyson Fury and Dylan White is bigger than this one is a tragedy because none of those fighters, even Tyson Fury for me, are anywhere near the pound-for-pound conversation, even though he is an undefeated fighter. Spence is an undefeated fighter, and Terence Bud Crawford is also an undefeated fighter, but these fighters are fighters at a different level, and their fight needs to happen at this point, but they continue to avoid one another, and that will be the fight that will determine the number one pound for pound fighter in the world somebody's O will go and it will only leave one O remaining and it will be definitive much like it was when Canelo Alvarez got that win over Triple G he climbed to the number one pound for pound fighter I would argue if this fight is made and either Spence or Crawford can beat the other then they will leapfrog Canelo and they will be the undisputed number one pound for pound boxer in the world and they will remain there for some time, at least three or four years, because I cannot see anybody on the horizon yet. They remain under the radar. Their fights are not big occasions. And that's largely the reason why they cannot put the money together to make the fight. Because the, the, the fees that the two fighters want to fight each other would mean that anybody that decides to promote this fight, as big as it would be, and as much as it is needed in boxing, they would actually make a loss on this fight. So expectations for money need to go down. Legacy needs to come first. And these guys need to stop 
fighting tomato cans and need to fight each other. Now, I'm not saying that's what Ugas is. Ugas is a quality operator. He beat Manny Pacquiao and he beat him convincingly last time out. I think nobody can deny the fact that Manny Pacquiao was past his prime in that fight, but they could also not deny the fact that Ugas did win. And I think Ugas is going to be solid here. I think he's going to be difficult to stop, which is why I think the only play that you can really make in this fight is to take Errol Spence on the scorecards. I feel that the only way that Ugas does anything here in this fight and causes Spence any real problems is if Spence is not right post-retina surgery after his post-retina tear. Uh, I'm not going to look too deep into that because I feel if he had a retina problem, he would not be boxing in this fight tonight. So I'm just going to anticipate that Spence, who's already been looking solid from the training footage anyway, is going to be prepared here and he is going to box to the best of his ability. And if he does best uh, box to the best of his ability, he's clearly a tier above Ugas, even though Ugas does deserve to be here. Ugas is a genuinely good boxer with genuinely good skills, but I don't think he's anything special. I think his path here was very, very favourable, getting the Pacquiao that he he got to fight. I don't want to rain on his Pacquiao parade, but that was one of those situations where you get the right fighter at the right time and you're able to get the biggest win of your career. And Pacquiao has never looked more faded than he did in that fight. I think Spence is going to be up against a much physically larger fighter. You guys can clearly see that from the pictures. And I think it's it's important here to use his boxing ability, both boxing on the outside and banging on the inside when he can, using that versatility and just coming away with a nice, safe win and hopefully moving us one step closer to the fight that everybody wants with Terence Crawford. So I see this being a, a, a nice and safe night for, for Errol Spence. He doesn't need to do anything anything more than that. You can take a hedge for the later rounds, but look, having a look at these fighters, having a look at the weigh-in, having a look at the, the face-offs, it's very difficult for me to see Errol Spence taking this man down, but he is the more skilled fighter. As I said, very favourable path for Ugas. Don't want to don't rain on his parade. Don't want to say he doesn't deserve to be here. He's good. He's competent. He wouldn't be here if he wouldn't, and he's big as well. So I think everything there points to the fact that Ugas is going to be durable, but in the end, I think Errol Spence to win on points is the way that you you bet this fight and I think we're getting a nice price here at three to four for that selection. Up next we move on to the Conor Ben fight tonight. This actually starts earlier than the Errol Spence fight. That one is happening tonight at about 5 6 a.m UK time. So that one is going to be happening about 12 hours from now. The Conor Ben fight is happening about four or five hours from now. So hopefully you guys get this listened to in time as he takes on Chris Van Herden. Conor Ben is a strong 1 to 16 favourite here. He's 2 to 5 to win this via TKO KO and he's 9 to 4 via decision. Chris Van Herden is a 7 to 1 underdog who's 12 to 1 via TKO KO and 16 to 1 via decision. Moving on to the over under markets, we'll start with round 6. Under 6 rounds is 11 to 8 and 6th round or over is 8 to 15. Seventh round or over is four to five, and under seven rounds is 10 to 11. Eighth round or over is even, with under eight rounds at eight to 11, and under nine rounds is four to seven, with ninth round or over at five to four. Fight to go to distance, yes, is nine to four, with no at one to three. Um, if you look at the round markets here, Conor Ben is at 11 to 10 to finish it in rounds one to six, but he's available here at seven to two. To finish it in rounds 7 to 12. For me, 
That is the standout bet here of the contest. I do think Conor Ben will knock out Chris Van Herden, but I don't think it's going to be as impressive as Chris Algieri. Chris Algieri was in the fourth round, and obviously you're looking at this and thinking that Van Herden is not as big a name as Chris Algieri, but he's not. But that also means sometimes fighters are more up for the fight. Conor Ben knew that was a big scalp for him, and this is a little bit of a step down in terms of name value. So perhaps we won't get the same level of performance. Perhaps we'll look at a fighter here trying to get rounds in the bank. Perhaps we'll look at a fighter who's slow to get going and needs to grind his opponent down before he gets the knockout. I love this fight to get into the second half and for Conor Ben to stop him there. So if we can navigate the first 18 minutes, we will then be looking for Conor Ben to come through with a knockout that everybody expects him to get. But we need Chris Van Herden to survive rounds one to six to get the better value here. He'll have to do better than Chris Algieri. But as I said, sometimes we do see complacency from these fighters when the name isn't as big as the previous name we looked at where everybody will be looking at this and going, oh, he knocked out Chris Algeria in four. We'll automatically bet the one to six. And that, my friends, is how the bookies make their money. So once again, we're going to take a outside sprinkle on Conor Ben in rounds seven to 12 at the price of seven to two. Closing out with your lock on the show, we go back to the first fight that we covered. I think there is significant value in taking Errol Spence to win that fight via decision. He's a strong favourite somewhere between 1-6, to six, minus 600 and minus 800. Yet the decision is also huge odds on. The fight to go the distance is also huge odds on. So we should be looking at a shorter line than 3-4, to four, but we're not. So we are going to jump all over that. Obviously, if you look at the technical side of this fight as well and the way I broke it down, it's difficult to see Errol Spence getting the stoppage. He's also coming through that retina problem. I don't think he wants to take too many risks here. There's no need for him to get the stoppage. All he needs to do is continue winning. This will keep him in the pound-for-pound pound conversation and hopefully we can get the money right for the future fight with Terence Crawford. That's it for me in this edition of The Fight Show, guys. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And... Thanks for listening.